My name is Michelangelo Clairbo, and this is episode four of the Open Social Society podcast. Today, I'm coming at you with a little bit of a shorter episode, but uh, I'm also coming at you from a different perspective. I'll also be making you aware of a few uh, websites to consult regarding mental health. So today I kind of wanted to piggyback off of a topic that was brought up in the last discussion with uh, Zaid, and it's basically the the topic of men's mental health and and how men approach that topic, really. And in doing so, I wanted to bring up, uh, since it is November, uh, a very important charity that is Movember, that's an M, (laughs) and they're the leading charity trying to change the face of men's health. Uh, They not only stand up for men's mental health and suicide prevention, but as well for testicular cancer as well as prostate cancer. Their aim is to reduce the number of men dying prematurely by 25% by the year of 2030. And in this month of November, you'll most likely see many guys walking around with a a full-blown mustache right now, or at least they'll be trying to. And there's no shame in that. I, I struggle in the facial hair department myself. While their name is Movember, I just wanted to remind you that they are one of the only charities that is tackling men's health on a global scale year-round, and they have one goal, to stop men dying too young. And if you wanted to donate to this organization, I would recommend going to their website at ca.movember.com slash donate. And there you'll be able to either search up a team or a person that you know of that is personally running a campaign, or you can just make a general donation to the charity itself. And it's organizations like these that really keep me going and push me forward to continue pursuing what I'm doing here with this podcast. Because the idea of being a man and, and acting as one and and really being a provider as a man should was was something that I really struggled with growing up given that my father was rather ill going into especially my teen years and and my uh, young adult years really lacked that strong male role model figure in my life and it was very difficult for me to come by the the knowledge and know-how to assume that role as the quote-unquote man of the house, whatever that means. And it's not like I was told that I would have to assume that role, but to me, as the only male figure in the family, to me, it felt like I just needed to step up to that, or, or I needed to become the provider of the household, in a sense. And... I feel like that's kind of what pushed me into more so relying on my external achievements. Because in a sense, when you're growing up as a teenager, there's not really much you can do. You can't really get a job until you're older. There's very little factors that you can really control in, in, in a sense of contributing to your to your household or your family or your friends. And in, in that sense, the things that I felt like I could control really were just like my, my academics and sports accomplishments. I felt like if I was the perfect student, the perfect child, didn't really make a fuss, didn't really ask for too much, then I would just, that was my way of providing. And I did that to a T. That was exactly what I grew up doing. But I reinforced that pattern of then just relying on my exterior accomplishments and not valuing any of my emotions that came with those. As a male, you're not really supposed to out your emotions like that. Um, You kind of just do what you have to do in order to get by, in order to provide. So my idea of being the man of the house was to kind of attract the least amount of attention to myself as possible and not 
burdening others with my issues because as a man we just have to put our head down and really just go to town go to work and just get our things done get our stuff done and just call it a day afterwards knowing that you've provided for your family or if you've made a difference for those around you that you love and care for problem with having those blinders on and and really um trying to fulfill your role as a provider to the t is is that you don't really know when you have to let loose of the gas push on the brakes for a bit and just just take a step aside to actually take care of your your own mental well-being and your own health kind of want to go back to uh, a certain period of my life where that I've mentioned before um, it was just after I dropped out of university I I no longer was fulfilling my role as a student I no longer was fulfilling my role as an athlete um, I wasn't working at the time and in general I, I really didn't have an identity anymore and and that everything that I, I prided myself in again was was basically stripped away from me and as a man as a, as again trying to fulfill still this this provider role it it really meant that I was useless to my family I felt like I was I had nothing to offer them anymore and I f felt like more of a burden than ever since I couldn't immediately go back to school I felt like the only way I would at least somewhat be able to contribute was to get a part-time job and uh, I, yeah, I spoke about this before I, I got that part-time job and I, I started feeling a little bit better about myself I started at least seeing a paycheck come in was felt nice and that's when to the detriment of my mental health I I pursued another part-time job even though I wasn't quite there yet I wasn't quite able to handle that workload of of pretty much working a full-time schedule and why I did this was really because of my inability to realize that in order for me to really take steps forward I needed to take a step back oftentimes I I thought of productivity purely being as just going towards my academic goals career goals but I never thought of taking steps forward in my life as putting time aside to actually improve my mental well-being. I always thought of it as taking, putting my life on hold. When I think of my mental capacity at the time of working those part-time jobs and, and just the general threshold of stressors I could handle at the time, it was very low. And yet, because I felt like I needed to do more, because I wasn't doing enough for my family, because I needed to, to keep pushing on and, and be that provider, I, I forced myself into this other part-time job and... It, it simply went beyond my threshold. And at this point, I'd say rather than functioning at 100%, I was probably functioning at what, like 50%. And then I stretched that even thinner over two jobs just because I knew I, I needed to up my ante as the man of the house. So that's why I just wanted to remind men and, and just anyone really that taking care of your mental health isn't something that detracts from your everyday life or from your productivity. Rather, Seeking help and seeking treatment when it is necessary will enhance your life and not only yours But those around you those that you're trying to provide for those that you care about it's the realization that the prolonging of you seeking treatment Can only result in more negatives for not only yourself But also those that you're trying to protect from those same negatives that you're experiencing in my case, that failure to realize this really caused me to overload myself and, and go beyond my mental threshold at the time and caused me to have to quit both of those part-time jobs. So all of a sudden, I'm 
not only stripped of all my academic value, my my athletic value, but also just any monetary value as well. And it it pushed me into so deep of a rut that that I just couldn't see myself coming out of. And yet I I still wanted to cling on to this this sense of of being all right, the sense of being the man in the house, the sense of being this this strong individual that have the need to talk about his problems because hey he can handle them himself right um but it's 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 funny that in the end it was the very person that I was out of anyone really most trying to hide all my issues from being my my own girlfriend it's funny that she was ultimately the one that really helped me through all this despite me wanting to protect her from my own issues and and almost shield her form a barrier around my own issues so that she wouldn't have to face them it clearly that was all just an act and she could see right through it and it pains me knowing that i wasted so much time acting like that when i could have been talking with her talking it out seeking help from her asking her to help me find resources to really tackle this problem and if we're talking about being a man and and handling your own issues then why are we not able to handle our mental issues why is it that we can only handle external factors but when it comes to our own mental weaknesses those are off limits and yet we we tend to just let them prolong within us and and sit there until we finally reach the boiling point and then eventually just explode and it's not until we i guess reach that that boiling point that we realize, oh, hey, there might actually be something going on. Or until maybe someone else sees that outrage or that, that explosion that's out of your character and all of a sudden we know, okay, something's going on. But why can we not intervene earlier? Why can we not talk out our emotions and our feelings before we actually get to that point? I just wanted to take the time to actually bring up a, another mental health website that I stumbled upon that's actually, and it's an organization that's actually funded um, partially by Movember as well. They're called Heads Up Guys, and you can find them at headsupguys.org. And they are a resource for supporting men in their fight against depression by providing tips, tools, information about professional services, and stories of success. And on their website, they kind of debunk several common myths surrounding men's mental health. And one of those is that real, quote-unquote, real men are in control of their emotions and don't let things get to them. And they stated that in reality, quote-unquote, real strength is facing whatever challenges arise. And I agree with that statement completely, because if you do want to still put out there that classic male role of fending for your family, fending for those you care about, then you can't necessarily just pick and choose which battles you face. If you're struggling mentally, you need to address that. And you owe it up to those that you're protecting or you're providing for to address that issue. And beyond that, also to realize that you don't need to address it alone. They deserve to know what you're going through and they care to know what you're going through. An issue that I faced when I was going through depression and anxiety and before I was actually clinically diagnosed... I was already at a point where I was so disconnected from my emotions and from my, just from my personality that I 
didn't really realize that I was going through depression. I knew there were some feelings, but I thought as though everyone was kind of going through these. I mean, as a young adult, you're still going through a lot of changes. You're, you're experiencing different things, going to school. In my case, going to school, going back home. I felt like some of this sadness had to be just normal, right? And I, I didn't really fully realize uh, the full extent of, of what I was feeling. And that's why I actually brought up Heads Up Guys because they uh, they actually created a wonderful tool, not just for, for men, it's, it's for whoever wants to use it, just if they're curious. They created a self-check depression screening tool, and what it does is it asks you several questions about a symptom of depression. They'll kind of ask you questions about how you think, your ability to concentrate, what you think about, any thoughts of failure or pessimism, um, your body and behavior, any lack of energy or poor sleep. They kind of take all of that into account in their in their little self-check tool here. And based on what you input on there, and I would say be completely truthful with it, they will actually provide you with several tools or maybe recommend some resources to pursue based on your score there. And just so we're clear, I'm definitely not saying that this is a diagnostic tool by any means. If you if you're legitimately looking for a diagnostic diagnosis, definitely go see a doctor regarding that. Um, but if you were just having any general worries or, or wondering if, if you may be experiencing symptoms of depression, this might be just a, an a good innocent tool to, to take a look at and, and just to test that out. Since you often hear me promoting self-reflection, I just wanted to add that this is a a very cool tool just because you're actually able to save your the score you got previously and you're able to compare it basically with new data that you input if you say take the test a week later and see if your your score might have decreased or increased based on the on the stressors you've experienced throughout the week definitely won't be completely accurate but it might just give you a bit of an idea and again this is just by having that visual of of kind of a type of score it allows mental illness to be more tangible. And like I said, it becomes something that you can actually interact with. So yeah, you can find that tool at headsupguys.org and I definitely recommend it. Now, the reason why I kind of brought this topic up and, and why I brought this specific story of, of me leaving school and then going to work and then losing my job even there, don't want any other men or women, whoever, to fall into that trap of ego of of male ego in my case where i wanted to adhere so badly to this this role of being a male and not sharing my emotions that i couldn't talk to anyone whether it be my own my best friends my my girlfriend my family and i i clung to that so heavily while still trying to maintain this bravado and and um and just this this macho outlook to life where nothing could really hurt me and I don't want anyone else to have to come to the point where their mental illness diminishes their their functioning both mentally and physically to a point where they're not even able to contribute to society anymore. Not only as a male was I not able to provide for my family and 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 those around me, I couldn't even provide for myself. And in that sense, what use am I anymore? I held on so strongly to be able to uphold this idea floating around in my head that was to be the man of the house and to provide for my family by doing anything I could possibly do except for actually helping myself. 
and allowing myself to recover. And that's episode four. Thank you again for listening to the Open Social Society podcast. And don't forget to give me a follow on Instagram at Open Social Society. And hopefully this episode can encourage more guys to come out and and speak, whether that be on this podcast or just to their friends in general, and just have a bit more of an honest conversation about what you're feeling. And, And if something isn't sitting right, bring it up.